0: broadcasting from the UNMC College of Nursing. Get ready for RN Huddle, the podcast dedicated to bringing hot topics for and by nurses to the table.
1: Hello there and welcome to RN Huddle. This is Heidi Keeler, College of Nursing faculty here at UNMC, and I am so thrilled to be with you for another episode. You know, last time we talked about stressors in the workplace and how to recognize these, how to recognize signs and symptoms of burnout, and then we got some good advice as to how to deal with these. And in today's episode, we're going to take this a bit further and discuss general self-care and talk about burnout, talk about compassion fatigue. And then how to address compassion fatigue. You know, as nurses, we are so ripe to experience compassion fatigue. It's not something that we're really initially taught about in school, and it's not really something that we really pay a lot of attention to as a profession, but we need to change that. So listen to this episode of our huddle with Kaylee Guinan and Courtney Marshall, both Nursing Professional Development Specialists for our own Nebraska Medicine. Ladies, take it away.
0: So one of the other like main areas that we thought that we'd like to talk about is just self-care in general. And I think that this is so pertinent to nurses because we, as um, a profession, take care of other people and we often neglect to take care of ourselves. So we wanted to talk a little bit about taking care of yourself and how important that is. so as nurses, one of the things that we tend to share as a personality trait is that we take up care of everyone else before we think about ourselves. And that's how you end up with the nurse who can hold her bladder for 13 hours and <laughs> doesn't go to the bathroom until she gets home from work or whatever. It manifests in many different ways. But we just really wanted to talk about how over time
2: that can be, you know, I don't know. Self-care is absolutely essential because if you do not take care of yourself, you can't take care of others, just like Courtney said. And in nursing and in healthcare, you're always taking care of other people. And those stressors build up every day, repeatedly, for weeks, for months, for years, and get to the point where it sort of builds a wall in you. Like compassion fatigue where you can't take care of other people anymore because you're so worn out. And so when you feel worn out or when you feel like you can't take care of other people anymore, it's not like Tuesday I have compassion fatigue and Thursday I'm burned out and Friday I have moral distress. What it is is a continuum of, on the right hand, I'm happy and healthy and perfectly well-adjusted. And on the left hand, I'm a mess and need to take a day off. It's always a continuum between that. It's not an absolute, like, today I need Mm -hmm. to take care of myself, tomorrow I'm fine. And I think that's where people don't recognize to stop and think where they're at because you can't just go on vacation in December and think that's going to that's carry going to you over for like until April. Yeah. You right. have to recognize where am I at on the spectrum? Am I on the right hand or am I on the left hand or am I somewhere in the middle? Right. And when you start drifting to the unhealthy end of things, that's when you need to pick up the self-care so that you stay on the healthy, well-adjusted side. Right. And it doesn't have to be a major event. You don't have to go to Hawaii. You can just go to Target without your kids. Right. Or you can, you know, go, go see a movie after work and don't think about anything. Right. So historically, what would you say are some big signs of compassion fatigue or people that are just burnt out? It's it's best described, I think, as an emotional numbness. Yeah, like where so like you if just you have a can't. That's like, say you have a
0: patient that's like um, complaining of pain and really just not the, their pain medications aren't working. And instead of thinking like, oh, what else can I try to help them, you're thinking, oh my god, <laughs> they are, they yeah. are, you know, they're just being a baby
2: or something it's a numbness that would be maybe a sign that you're you're not fully invested right right you don't you don't have the energy you don't have the investment you're just sort of a step behind the wall yeah
0: just going through the motions anymore
2: yeah and that happens i mean it happens not in healthcare. it happens with a lot of chronically ill kids or taking care of Grandma who's time-intensive when you're raising a family mm-hmm. compassion fatigue can happen to to anyone same thing If you recognize it and take care of yourself mm-hmm. It'll help
0: and I think too like you don't have to wait until that happens to you to make the choice to, to take care of yourself Absolutely, Because I think that as a new nurse or at any point in your career you can make the decision to to do it the right way and to find time for yourself and this is something that I feel like is really important. We talk about spoiling ourselves or you know treating ourselves or whatever. And usually what that entails is like I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to like lie on the couch and I'm going to like eat a ton of chips and ice cream and it's going to be so great. And I think it is good to have time like that, just totally downtime or whatever. But I think if we can think about the way we care for others, like can we, we nurture, like I have kids for instance, and one of the ways that I think that I care for them as their mother is to um, make sure that they have healthy food to eat and that they, even though they don't want to, I make them walk home from school to get a little bit of outside exercise time because they don't get enough recess anymore. But um, if I turn around, though, and just be like, wow, but I'm, you know what I mean, I, I, I have agree. time to, like, make myself or get myself a healthy lunch or something, or I don't have time to just get a breath of fresh air. I agree. Self-care
2: is very, very basic. Yeah. Eat, sleep. Right. Drink water. Right. Exercise. Give yourself some mean time. Right. Right. Think about the very, very basics, and doing those things can make you healthier. Right. For the others right.
0: I agree one of the things that I do that I've always done ever since I was a nurse um, is I always make my food for the next day the night before when I have time and then I really try to make a good food that it, that I think tastes really good but also like is beautiful to look at and not everybody has to do that but that's what I choose to do for myself so like when I open up my food I'm like oh that's so nice. Well, you do eat with your eyes. <laughs> you do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, sure. if that's what if what gets you true. happy, yeah,
2: it that's does. perfect. But I don't think like, there's any one magic solution. I think going back to knowing yourself, you have to know yourself and what makes you happy mm-hmm. and what makes you feel right. good. And, and then do honestly, it. it feels like in a like at the end of a busy
0: day, it feels it feels like two things to take twenty minutes to to like, because it literally takes me like 20 minutes. I know that sounds like a long time, but it takes me like 20 minutes to get my food and stuff all ready for the next day. It feels like a luxury in a way because I've been rushing around and it's usually like after everybody's kind of retired to their bedrooms or whatever. And I'm, you know, and I spend that last bit of time just like making sure that I'm doing what I can right now to, to ensure that I have a good day the next day. What you're also
2: doing is making a routine for yourself right it's a ritual I it's think. a ritual yeah. that will right. help take you down as you go through here's what i do after dinner and then um, that helps too Right. especially um, I've worked with a lot of night nurses and being off shift presents its own challenges and Mm -hmm. the biggest is sleeping during the day. Right. So one of the things that I think helps the most is you can kind of trick your body into thinking it's bedtime if you have a consistent routine of, I come home from work. I eat lunch. I get my kids off to school. I brush my teeth. I that read for ten stuff. minutes, and then I go to bed. <laughs> it doesn't have that's to be that lot. complicated. I, you know what I did? But I like put sunglasses on. But when I walked out the door, when side. you did
0: night shift, yeah, and um, I never like totally saw the daylight. And then I would come home, and I would I would not eat, would not watch TV. I just went straight to bed, and
2: that's what I had to do. I had a routine and (laughs) it worked and then your body sort of comes down with each step of your routine of, all right, it's time for bed now and it helps. Um, Instead of sunglasses, (laughs) you look like a total alien, but the night shift (laughs) trick was to put aluminum foil over your windows and it's better than like blackout blinds. Is it? so that you don't see light in wow. and then have white noise so the neighbor mowing their grass mm-hmm. or the dog barking doesn't yeah. throw you off. But I think if you are on an off shift, you have to do double the self-care yes, that for sure. anyone who wasn't dealing with your body being off kilter would have yeah. to do as well. And I
0: think it is, like, it's absolutely true that you can bank sleep. And so if you are at a deficit from the night before, and um, catch up you can absolutely catch up and it does your body good.
2: It's really good for you. It does. Your body tells you what it needs. I think some other ideas for self-care are, like we talked about, knowing yourself and knowing what sort of revives you or gives you that energy back taking time for yourself. Even not being in a clinical nursing position, being in more of a desk job right now, I still block time out on my calendar just to give myself Mm -hmm. a half hour. It usually ends up getting taken away, but I do try to give myself a half hour during the day to think and catch up. You can talk to others. We talked a little bit about healing talk and how important it is to debrief and go through things. You can do any sort of preventative mental health stuff. Yeah. If you think about it, we do preventative things for our physical body, like right. getting vaccines or going to the dentist. But we rarely do preventative things for our mental health, right. like journaling or. Um, uh, one of the things that like out. is
0: like. I hear more and more about these days is the concept of gratitude and I think it's so important they say that people who are ha- happy are thankful for what they have and so that's what one thing that I've started to do this year is like I made just like made my own kind of journal that I try to make myself fill out at the beginning of the day and I just put down kind of what my goals are now I'm, I do have a desk job so I'm not taking care of patients so I have a little bit more time to to contemplate about what my plan of attack is for the day. But one of the things that's on my sheet is that I have to list at least one thing that I'm thankful for. And I do think that I'm happier. I, I really do. And I think about one of the things that I love about being a nurse is helping people. And we get to see people at their best and at their worst. And so often they're going through really hard times. And... I'm just thankful, you do you know what I mean? well, it's it's not that I'm thankful that I'm not in their situation, but I have to say that their their challenges and their problems really do in some
2: way make me feel grateful for what I have. I agree. It's healthcare is so rewarding, and I do it again in a heartbeat. I think you do have to be grateful for the profession, grateful for the work you do, and know that no matter what, you absolutely make a difference in people's lives.
1: Thank you so much, Kaylee and Courtney, once again, for talking about a very important issue in nursing, and that is burnout and compassion fatigue, and really trying to get into some operational solutions for nursing. And, you know, it's it's interesting that uh, something so simple as pausing to reflect upon the good things in your life can really make a big difference in your overall outlook. There are so many things that can drag us down, both in our personal lives and definitely in our professional lives with the things that we experience right alongside our patients. So just having the skill in our toolbox to make sure that the caregivers are cared for. So thank you once again. This is Heidi Keeler, RN Huddle. Can't wait to see you here next time. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to RN Huddle. To stay connected, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at UNMC CNE. Or check out unmc.edu CNE for more program information.